Hello, and welcome to episode 26 of Citizen. Today we're going to talk about theater and war. And that, we not only have one special guest, we have two actually, in the first, so to speak. Uh, first, we're going down our uh, similar regular, Colossal, going to say and introduce yourself. Yep. Um, hi, guys. Um, I'm Colossal, aka Colossal. So, um, I'll pretty much about me. I'm a, a teacher in life, but um, outside of that, other than that, I'm a huge gamer, been a huge gamer for a long time, uh, have been a huge backer of, of Star Citizen for quite a long time. I'm not even going to tell you how long it's been, but uh, I enjoy the game very much and I enjoy the company that it brings. So I guess I'm here. So I appreciate you guys allowing me to be here. And nice to have you with us again. And today we have our special guest, special guest, Eris from Relay. Say, say, say hi, Eris. Hi, Eris. Uh, <laughs> Tell us about yourself. <laughs> hello, my name is Eris. Uh, I I I am part of Relay, uh, and we've uh, we've been doing news and stuff with Star Citizen for five years now, I think ish. Uh, only five. Only five. I don't know. It might be more. My memory's uh, just woo. Um, and yeah, I've been. I backed Star Citizen during the Kickstarter, and have uh, <laughs> spent entirely too much money and time and effort and brain power and uh, everything on this game. But hey, uh, no, that's it. That that's me in a nutshell. So is it true that you guys stopped transcribing because Tony Zervik just broke, broke everyone? No, we uh, we tried. We we did actually successfully transcribe Tony Zervik once or twice. He was very difficult to do live. That was just nuts. Um, <laughs> that was the camera. Uh, no, thought it broke the camera's back. Yeah, it it wow. the the straw that broke the camel's back was actually CIG moved from having just video content to doing a monthly summary in text and it was like oh well this is basically what we were doing and also you know i had a kid and uh others of us had jobs and just transcribing takes a long time a one hour video takes like three hours to transcribe uh. so so what you're saying is you became an adult during the development of of the game. When I start, when I backed the game, I was uh, young and single and had nothing but disposable income. And since then, I've you know lost all money because I have children and a fiance and a house. And it's like, well, there we go. <laughs> Yep. All right, thank you. All right, so yeah, today we're talking about theaters of war. Uh, before we start with the video, we got got to have any um, thoughts on theaters of war, what you know about it so far and everything, or what you're anticipating it, and uh, your preliminary basic thoughts about theaters of war. All right, start with Eris. Um, sorry, you your your audio is a little garbled for me, so I wasn't able to make out parts of that yeah 
Okay, I'm going to try again, um, and I'll check on it in a bit, in a bit. but um, give us your, your preliminary thoughts on Theatre of War, Eric. Yes, I can do that. So, preliminary thoughts on Theatres of War. Uh, it's probably the thing, the, the near-to-us thing in Star Citizen that I'm most interested in, and I think is most important for the game and for backers. Um, the persistent universe is is fine. It's it's something to go and fly around and sort of fly and do this and do this. But like theaters of war, a a cohesive game mode that has a beginning and an end and a round length, and you can just jump in and jump in and jump in and still try every. I I, I don't think there's anything more important than theaters of war coming to Star Citizen in the near future. Oh, and good luck. Thank you for the follow. Uh, other than gameplay, um, Theaters of War uh, and lore, I mean, that's what I'm looking for the most. Um, I mean, as far as my preliminary thoughts about Theaters of War, uh, it is something well needed. You see that in other games, um, but to have something a little bit different than Star Marine, um, that would be a little bit as consistent as people popping in and out and um, and jumping from one part of the zone to the next part of the zone uh, while uh, having the opportunity to using multiple vehicles um, during that um, is quite uh, exciting. And um, I would say, um, uh, you know, something that's well needed in the game uh, for a little bit of a d diversity. So, uh, I mean, I'm encouraged that they are uh, striving towards that. And it's just one step towards many things that they could do um, with that. I mean, they could break out with multiple zones um, with that, with multiple ships, and they could even have, uh, you know, capital ship battles with that if they're trying to do all that. So it's, it's something that um, I'm looking forward to, to working with in the future. Okay. Do I sound better now or do I sound the same? There's a little bit of a, a, a hiccup with the audio, just a little bit. Okay, I'm, I'll see if I can fix that. Um, so, so my 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 preliminary thoughts are: I'm looking forward to the space battle portion, but not so much the FPS portion. So, uh, hopefully, I'll be able to um, you know help out that way. Maybe maybe drive a car, drive a vehicle if needed, and and do that kind of thing. But um, as far as the FPS thing, I'm not too much anticipating it, but um, hopefully I'll be able to help out in something somewhere. And you can see, I already brought my own team. <laughs> Great. You got a lot behind you there. Uh, all right, so let's get started. Um, let's start with the first video. There we go. This uh, this takes me back a little bit. Remember those hearts? I mean. When was this? Just long ago. I think it 
Okay, yeah, I was about to say 2016-ish, 15-ish. That's the old 300, good job. I mean, the, the thing I'm thinking about, what would be Uh, like this is just to go on right. I'm having Yeah, well, um, <laughs> well, I, I can tell you that's arena commander, and um, and at least that's the two um, uh, arenas in arena commander. What is the dying star? I believe is one of them. I believe, and um, uh, I mean, there's some. If we're looking at the progression between then and now, it's a massive, massive change. Those of you. Who've, I mean, part of my way of getting in to uh, Evocati was that I played Arena Commander all, Arena Commander all day, every day. I mean, I, I remember playing at least 12 hours a day, in some cases, seven, eight hours a day. Um, I was barely in the PU. <laughs> so, uh, but there are some massive changes even uh, today. And if they can, um, obviously, you start to see some signs of, what they are doing with arena commander and tow um in terms of trying to combine them so but um but yeah that's wow i, I can't believe we've been on that long i mean it's old 300 looking like that goodness i i still my memories of of like when uh arena commander first like hit are limited to crashing into the the mystical bubble around the edge just so many times and um but it was great like it was that was so if, if i look at arena commander in the it's sort of in the vein of theaters of war arena commander was our first chance to fly ships Right, that that was the first time we actually we we got to walk around a tiny bit in like in the uh, in the uh, hangar module. Arena Commander was the first time we could fly some ships and see what it felt like to actually fly in Star Citizen, and it was huge. And and they they made it better and better and better, and it was sort of the same thing with Star Marine. It was the first chance for us to get in and try ground combat, like first person combat in Star Citizen to see how they were handling it. And I think I, I think that um, like Theaters of War is going to be bigger than both of those because it combines those two into one. It's the like we're gonna be able to see 
some tight gameplay of FPS to space to FPS and whatever combinations they end up throwing at us. But I, I think it's incredible. And to think that to think that, that came out in like what 2015? 20 I, I, the original one came out in 2014 I, I, or 2013 or something like that. But um that was, I think the video is after. But um yeah, so I like that that came out Arena Commander for me for me was already there when when, when I backed Star Citizen. I backed in twenty fourteen. So that came out like um a few months or or so before then. And um and I enjoyed it. Um, I especially enjoyed like the the, ra the racing simulator for me was how I like practiced to get used to the ships. Cause well, I mean, I mean, cause flying in space and open in open in open area is nice to get your feet wet. But if you then you do Vandal uh, Swarm to um to do some practice combat against uh, 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 NBC um fighters but then um the racing for me is like trying to get used to the ship and trying to get used to maneuverability trying to trying to make those corners that you um that you were making in dog fighting so i i really enjoyed the, the, the um the racing aspect for me yeah all right all right so yeah so, uh, the next video is talking about our 1.0 so let, let, let's take a watch Love that ship. The pink one, I love it. I it's one of still. I always hated the Hornets. I hated the Hornets so much. I had to get the Gladiator. Oh, the Hornet is my jam. Oh, the Hornet. Hornet is top five worst ship in the game. <laughs> Mad Wolf. There's a lot more punch. I'm going to put a little bit of a plug because, you know, I, I got to put some love to my brother because my brother is still upset with CIG for not giving the freelancer the love that it was portrayed to be <laughs> when it was supposed to happen. So, Melvilus, this is for you, buddy. CIG, please go ahead and put those engine specs, those VTOL engines for the freelancer like you promised. Uh, my bro so my brother can calm down from that because he is still on his high horse with that, and he will love you and start investing in your um, uh, wonderful game as soon as you can go ahead and take care of that. In the meantime, with all that going on, CIG, hint, hint, take care of that. Um, wow, the Cutlass. Wow, you know, uh, it's on that picture. The 1.0, and here we are now with 3.10.2, I believe, right? Is that where we're at right now, something like that? Uh, I like that. I really can't say much. I hope I didn't take your time, but I mean, uh, I'm just speaking for my brother here. Get it together. No, that's fine. Get it together, CIG, with that freelancer. Get it together. 
Okay. You see, and and now I, I am tempted to skip to, to skip David Ellis because I just know he's going to spend the next five minutes going on a rant, going the same thing. <laughs> Uh, Colossal, you're like the second person at the ass to complain about the, the field or, 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 or Melville's. So yep. you're like, you three are, are, are like a, 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 a trinity of brothers now. So go ahead, Ares. Take it, take it away. I'm not going to complain too much about the freelancer because everyone knows it's it's the only... There, there are two ships left that actually need some love. They are the... Um, Oh, man, I can't even remember its name ever because nobody ever talks about it. Not the Redeemer, but the... Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say Redeemer. Tally. And the Freelancer leads to love. Period. Just like bring it up to, to spec. Anyway. Um, no, 1.0 1, 1 was another one of those... Yeah, we lost it for a second, Ares. So, oh, there he is back. No, oh, there he is back. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry. Last point, please. I don't remember what the last point was. Uh, it, it just felt really good to, to, to see 1.0 as a release. Like, um, I, I it, it honestly, it, it kind of hurts to look back at it now, but. <laughs> At the time, it was like, man, 1.0, we're getting somewhere, you know? Like, this is a, this is a milestone. And now, like, 18 years later. <laughs> Your child has grown. <laughs> no, um, it's just something for the audience. Um, for me personally, um, Discord had issues today. Discord, Discord went down for me for, like, 20 minutes or so, so it might be the, the, the remnants of that. Because uh, 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 people in chat are saying that um, Ares is having some robot too, so it's not just me. But um, Colossal, you're coming in clear, so that, that's a good thing. Hey, but, um, I think that. <laughs> but uh, like, like I said before, um, Arena, Arena Commander for, for me is just getting my feet wet. And, um, and then. Um, I use um, voice attack as, as well as um, the joystick and some keyboard, but I try I to stay away from the keyboard. I have to take my hand off the joystick to go to the keyboard and put it back on the joystick. So I just waste time. So I try to do as much as I can with just one joystick and, and, and voice attack. And you know, it's, um, it's a learning curve, put it that way. <laughs> So yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, as far as as far as the the, the way to ship tonight, everything, yeah, it's, it, 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 it's a throwback. Um, some some I have I have a nostalgic feeling, you know. I I thought I, I back in 2014, so looking back on this stuff is um it's interesting and seeing how, seeing how far we've come. So I, I'm I'm enjoying it. All right, so let's try the next video. What do we got now? Make me feel older. <laughs> We're all old. It's morning, go back and watch the Kickstarter video. We, we watched Kickstarter video a while back, but yeah, we've seen it like a few months back. Thanks, Gatsby. It's good to be on cam finally. 
Uh, yes, I, I, saw, I saw something, but um, it went back to the, the Soul Citizens thing. Okay, so while we we're waiting for the video, um, so uh, yes, like I said, it's been six, five, three years for, for some of us. Um, when when did you back Colossal? Oh gosh, I backed around fifteen. It's fifteen, right around fourteen, right towards the end of fourteen, going to fifteen. And well, I've known not. about it since two thousand twelve because I remember telling my brother about it. I was like, "Listen, this this game. It's Chris Roberts and Wing Commander. Do you remember Wing Commander?" And I have all of his Wing Commander, Wing Commander One, Wing Commander Two. Watch the even movies. So I've always been a good, a great, a, a big fan of Chris Roberts. And by the way, I love it when Ben Lesnick comes out and tells the story. I miss him, by the way. Yeah, um, you, we all miss him. Mm -hmm. But um, been following it for quite a long time. And you know how it is. You always want to, you want to jump and back it really quickly. But there's been a couple of games that I've been burnt on by backing it at the beginning, um, and especially as recently as um, EverQuest Next, when I spent uh -huh. $200 on that, and that went just by the wayside. So, but, um, so I followed it for EverQuest a EverQuest Next? EverQuest Next was, uh, gosh, that was, I want to no, say around the What I bought, the, the big package, it was like $200. Oh. It was oh, okay. like lifetime package and all that mess and, and so forth and so forth. And all you were doing at first, I'm that's a different story. We're talking about stuff. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> no, I was but, just uh, wondering because I cause like I I I I, I played um full tour, Star Wars Star Wars George Republic. Right. And I bought that back now I guess a statue that's one hundred fifty dollar pack. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, I know what you mean, but I didn't know EverQuest Next had had the same thing. So yeah, you, it, um, right off the bat. But oh you're gonna move to him, I ain't finished yet. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were done, my bad. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll get you there. But, you know, it's, it's just the fact that, you know, that, that was the only reason why I didn't invest in it early. But I stayed, I basically saved money and just kept going. And it was some rough times at the time. And then when I finally got solid, I went ahead and pushed in for it immediately. And um, a couple of thousand dollars later. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> I'm a proud back. <laughs> How about you, Harris? Oh. Okay, so let, 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 let's go, go to the, the FPS video next. That logo. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, and that's that that's the nebula behind him. Look how far nebula just come to. <laughs> and that's all that they are. They are strangers. Wait, what? <laughs> the hair strangers. The what? The history. Okay. Anyway, let's keep this throw and get home. That looks like a hanger. Uh -huh. Is that the house? Oh, okay. I've got that now. It, it was just, I couldn't, I couldn't make that from the back.
Still waiting on that ship. <clears throat> Gonna be waiting a while. <laughs> oh wow! You see the way the the character just popped in. The, the, I haven't seen that style in, in a while. Yeah. Look at the old hoods. I all remember. I don't know if, if the the audio is playing or not, but um, was the the tactical that they used. The like they were during this video, they were like, okay, sweep, sweep left, Alpha Tango, sweep right, yeah. and like copy. Co it was just no, please stop. I I, I had to turn. I I have the audio turned down. I, I turn. I closed my uh, window, so I'm, I'm just watching the video on my phone. So yeah. How about you? No, there is no audio right now. yeah, everyone audio doubled. Okay, thank you. Oh, did you see the shield? I remember that. How many of y'all are looking for, look forward to having portable shield? I like the portable shield. How did we forget that this time around? Right? <laughs> right? Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know the community had a long memory, but some of the stuff just falls by the um, falls by the wayside. And now it's Chad is saying the triple audio, so we're looking to into a center. Do you think the uh, the shield is gonna come back? Before the shield, are you ever gonna get that? Oh my gosh! What? I mean, it'd be nice if they snuck it in on us. Hit, <laughs> hit, four point oh. But there's a number of things that have been fun that might be nice. The, the shield would be fun. I mean, especially if you've been war having something like that, a deployable right. That, that would be a lot more tactical at points of Gears 4 would be really... Um, I, don't, I don't actually know how Gears 4 has progressed, how like loadout things work, but if there's any sort of a point buy for a loadout, it might be interesting to have like one or two people on your squad sacrifice something else to take shields so that when you're on attack or something, you can set up some cover. Um, I mean, okay. Well, I mean, that's what that's that's the first minute that we're gonna watch. I mean, that's gonna be interesting. So, I, so obviously, we're looking at the evolution, right? To right. where we're to where we're getting towards right now, and um, 
God, how did we miss those shields? I remember seeing it a long time ago. <laughs> I remember asking about it. And people were asking about, are there going to be engineers in the game? Are there going to be certain classes in the game? But, you know, uh, give me those shields, CRG. The free lab uh, and give me those shields. That's <laughs> uh, the there was a crossbow. There was a crossbow. It was promised. I want that crossbow still. Hey, I'm looking forward to that uh, melee takedown that's shown in 2016. Yeah, 2016. So I'm looking forward to that match personally. But um, yeah. Uh, so here's a question for 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 for, for the three of you before we continue for the next video. What do you guys think of having uh, implementing the Holy Trinity? You know, Teela, Tank, VPS, and and Theater's Ward. Do you think we'll have something like that or some some kind of hybrid? Uh, I mean. You kind of have no need for that right now. Um, the fact that you have the Medipins, that everybody has a Medipin. Um, you said a healer, a tank, and a DPS. I think they're looking to be a little bit more innovative than just mm -hmm. that. So, uh, I mean, that would be a classic copycat of a lot of games that are out there. So it'd be interesting to see how they create their own. I mean, I, copy, if people, if people copy because it works, but go ahead, Aaron. I don't think classes are at all where Star Citizen is going to go. Like, not not dedicated ones. It's going to be. It's going to be more of a like, what can you fit? Right, your your equipment, your armor is going to have hard points or not hard points, but like uh, an item load that you can carry. And it's like, do you want a med kit or do you want a cider? Do you want you know uh, like. And it's going to be those sorts of, um, of of decisions, which I mean, you're going to have people that want to do medic gameplay and are going to choose to have a medic bag on them at all times. And I think that's how we're going to get. I I, I think it's going to be really good for. I want to say higher level gameplay where people get together and you've got you know, a group of 12, 12 people or something that all get together and all play together and you've got, you assign yourselves different different jobs, not classes, but like right. different, different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I, I can see it going that, um, yeah, like, like JJ2078 says, IRL military squad goals, DMR, gunner, anti-tank, medic, um, not, I don't think it'll be predefined loadouts. I think it's going to be you choose what you want, but yeah. The reason why, the reason why, the reason why I, I'm asking because um, when you see those shields, that makes you think of a tank, and you and you don't know if, if everyone is going to be able to, to carry one or not. So I, that that would be interesting. If everyone, if everyone is able to carry one of those shields, then then they probably won't be a, a need for them. But it's only so like certain armor armor classes can can carry them. Like maybe the heavy the heaviest one can carry them. Then that would make it that would make them a tank in in my opinion. But who knows how it's going to work out? Good. Okay. All right. So next we're going to see the stormy in its current state. Oh, Starmarine. Oh, here's the new Lord guy. I, I've been waiting for... I, I, I mean, let's be honest, I haven't played Star Citizen in a bit. It's like busy, but... 
I, I jumped into Star Marine a number of times, just waiting for it to feel good, and I'm still waiting for it to feel like a good FPS, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can concur with that one. I think the most... Um... The best armory, at least the map for me, was the most recent one they put in. Um, and um, I can't remember the name of the map. But they um, almost something like a okay, the good doctor. Good doctor is the name of the map. And with that map, uh, that was to me probably the best feel of the game. Um, and. I just can't wait until they implement something like that. I think that was leading towards uh, theaters of war. So, mm -hmm. but um, I, I've talked about it for a while in terms of Star Marine. It's it's missing that fluidity um, in terms of the connection uh, with the the weaponry to the player and things like that and so forth. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they connect that. Because there's still problems with uh, uh, the objects, you hopping over objects, um, you trying to, you know, uh, shoot the player. It just doesn't feel consistent yet for me. Uh, I go ahead. No, go ahead, Oscar. No, I didn't, I didn't I, have any much. Go ahead. I agree. It, uh, I mean, and they, and they, so much like effort into flight model. They keep refining the flight model and keep refining the flight model and I want them to refine gun model and the gunplay model. That's what I want to see improvement on. It's my my thing is FPSs. I I used to play Battlefield competitively. I used to play Call of Duty. Like I, I'm I love me some FPS and it just I play it for five minutes and then run away because it doesn't feel like a. Ah. Yeah. I'm waiting. For, I'm waiting for that feel, man. I want that feel. <laughs> yeah, I I'm not very good at playing FPS because I, I play one-handed. I'm able to play Mass Effect on like the lowest lowest and maybe second to lowest difficulty, if that. Um, I played. Way back when you may, um, may remember Dark Forces from um, Lucas Art, Lucas Art, but that was a single player game, and I and I was I, I able to complete that, but I had to go at my own pace. So I'm worried if I, if I, if I play with you know real people at real, real time, I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be slowing them down. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm more interested in like being able to a driver or a pilot rather than um, a gunner. You know, if I'm able to chuck some grenades in someone's way, that, 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 that can't hear it, right? Well, I hurt them. And it would look great as soon as they fix the mechs on that. Um, I mean, instead of the grenade bouncing around like a like a tennis ball or something like that. But, um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's... Gosh. I mean, I can't believe that this is one of the ones that got me into the game as well a lot. But... I'm, I, you know, Eris, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, I am looking for that. I really am trying to stay away, trying to compare it to, um, you know, Call of Duty. I, I really am trying to stay away from that because that pretty much is like the, you know, and it, it, I won't say that's the best way of FPSing, but a lot of people enjoy that type of gameplay, right? Yeah. And so when I play, you know, Star Marine, 
like I said, that connectivity of the bullet hitting the player just doesn't feel right for me. Um, you know, launching, uh, the shooting the guns, uh, it, although it looks great, it still doesn't feel right to me. Um, so, like, I'm encouraged um, to see how Theaters of War uh, is going to be in everybody's hands. Uh, I like the dynamics of how they're trying to put things out there like that. But if they can, if they can tighten up on the mechanics of the shooting aspect uh, to at least get somewhere close to Call of Duty, yeah. I would fall in love with um, with um, Star Marine or even Steelers of War. It's like yeah. I, I I agree a hundred percent. I mean, Call of Duty's not it's not a one to one, but when you look at at first person shooters that control well that you feel like you're in control of your character at all times like when you move you move when you sh it's it's more fluid it's more snappy and it's you know call of duty destiny um like there are there are many first person shooters that have that feeling and have that you feel like you're in control rainbow stick siege and and they all have different like time to kills, they all have different mechanics, but they all feel like you're in control. And I think that the the thing that bothers me most about Star Marines so far is it doesn't feel like I'm in control. It feels like I'm controlling a character. Okay. If that makes any sense, like it feels like I'm one step removed from the person that's doing stuff. But right. And I get it, Kimmy. I mean, I mean, it's definitely not Call of Duty, but. You know, I I showed this to my kids, uh, my students, when we were down. You know, we did, we did we finished testing, and the kids were trying to say, oh, "Let's look at this, let's look at that." And I was like, "Oh, y'all need to look at this game called Star Citizen." <laughs> I, showed them, I showed them this part of Star Citizen, and they were like, "It doesn't feel like Call of Duty." That was the first game they called out. So, <laughs> so, but they were encouraged by it. I had, had, even had some kids come to me next year. that's like, "Hey, Mister So and So, I went ahead and purchased the game." It's like, great. But they still, but everybody knows that Call of Duty or or some game that's similar to that is the you know is the standard barrier for yeah is the gold standard for that type of a shooting. So I, I'm looking for something that would get me into that and something that would feel that fluid, if that's the right word. And it's not fluid yet to me. It feels like I'm just trying to fight the the either the the, the mouse, yeah. the joystick, the keyboard, or something. That's what it feels like to me. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I may be wrong, completely wrong on this, but didn't Chris Roberts say that he wanted to be closer to Battlefield? Your word is better than mine. If you said that, then it's true. <laughs> I, I think it was more compared to things like Battlefield or Arma. Um, I know that Arma was mentioned a lot uh, way back when, and it is. It's supposed to be a slower, more thoughtful game. But even in something like Battlefield, even in something like Arma, you still feel it feels more fluid. It's it's it, it, there's there's just this this fight over the character that in in Star Marine that doesn't quite feel good. It's just I don't know. So it's a it's a when you've played like ten thousand hours of first person shooters and you hop into Star Marine, you're like, no, it's not right it's not there yep and i can't i can't pinpoint why i can't tell you exactly what's wrong but it's not right 
Yeah. All right. All right. So thank you for your, thank you both for your perspective. Like, like someone who doesn't play FPS, this is something like I. I mean, I, I watch people play. I can't watch people play. Some people have like um the mouse sensitivity mouse sensitivity way too way too um high. So if they if they turn the mouse to to turn the corner, I get motion sickness. So that, 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 that's me. So so but I I, I do try to watch it occasionally. All right, so let's try to um, go to our next video. Okay, this is the Sean Tracy uh, um presentation. Now we get to someone who hopefully understands that it doesn't feel good and knows how to fix it. Because that's, that's uh, Sean Tracy's job. But and this is his baby, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you could tell he was, he was excited. Hello, hello. This, I mean, this got me really excited hello? too because he seemed excited right, about it. So, exactly. Uh, it, it, yeah, um, so let me get out of the way real quick. I've been taking word. pictures with a lot of people today, and it's uh, it's awesome. I had a lot of fun, but uh, do me a solid. I've got to take you guys take a picture with me this time, okay? All right, everybody say fun, fun. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. I look forward to reviewing yeah, all the very, very kind gestures, I'm sure, that were in that picture. All right. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. So welcome to CitizCon 2949. I know it's been going all day already, um, but I hope you guys had a lot of fun so far. And uh, definitely stick around, of course, for the keynote at the end. So super excited to be with you guys today and have some exciting and interesting stuff to talk about. So over the years, um, I've been involved in a lot of things at CIG, and uh, usually when you've seen me here at CitizenCon, I've come to talk about you know new technology, some tools, maybe pipelines, methods to make all this kind you of stuff. To video anything, but, but today it's going to be a little ask. bit different. Um, so today, so compared to I want to talk about a new game now, for compared to like when that we're calling the Heroes of War. Before I before so up on stage out, with me, and, uh, at the think, end, is a think think that improvement there. Richard Tyre. And he's been instrumental in okay, you're going to have to say that at the question one more time because I want to make sure I answer this correctly. Answer some questions during the the <laughs> so, so, compared to like when, you, when you first start the game so without Domain, before Domain came out, to when Domain does come out to, to now, is there improvement in how the character feels? Yeah, I mean, there's some improvement to the character flow. I mean, you know, but like I said, I, I don't know if that's far in between, you know. I don't think there's been a great improvement or a great advancement in, in Star Marine. I think they gave some um, excuses to where they sent the game uh, changes. They want to make they want to stay on with the PU or something like that because the PU really doesn't go into you know doesn't coincide with Star Marine or even Arena Commander for that to say. So I think the changes are slower in Arena Commander and Star Marine. Um, so there has been some changes. Uh, the good doctor, there has been changes in, in, in uh, arenas. But as far as the flow of the game and as far as consistency, as far as fluidity, uh, they, they leave more to be desired. <laughs> Put it that way. Now how about you, David? Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree completely. It's, um, it's, it's part of why Theaters of War is so exciting. It's, Star Marine was forgotten. Um, Arena Commander was forgotten. Yep, 
Arena Commander, Arena Commander had some updates, and then when the Persistent Universe came out, understandably, like what they're trying to build is the PU and Squadron 42. Arena Commander was sort of a, a beginning thing before the PU. Star Marine was a beginning thing before, like, so I, I understand that they've been forgotten and sort of left and they're sort of dead. Fears of War. Fears of War is important because it's a chance for them to balance everything. Like, everything that's going to be in, in Squadron 42, everything that's going to be in uh, Star Citizen. Um, yeah. I Now, to be the, fair... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, Ares. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, I guess on, on that point, I guess to be fair, isn't Sean Tracy's team kind of small? He, didn't he say something about not having a big team on that yet, I believe? So that could, right? Um, so that could be one of the reasons why it hasn't progressed as much, but uh, because I think some of the resources are di diverted towards uh, Squadron Forty Two. So um, maybe that could be a reason why we don't. Uh, right, 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 Kimmy. So maybe that could be a reason why we don't see what we want to see. Yeah. Um, so that uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm encouraged at least by that. I can, you know, we can back off. I can back off from that. But still, I would think that Star Marine would be some like a testing ground towards what they really wanted want to get towards. So it's it's how you, you got to consider how Star Citizen and Squadron Forty Two are being developed. They're not being developed in in silos. They are being developed together. Right, so and we we actually saw that literally this week on Inside Star Citizen with the the cloud tech, the uh, the Nebula tech yeah. that it, that's now going into the PU, but that was pulled directly from their work on Squadron Forty Two. Right, so everything the two games are feeding into each other, and I think what you're getting with with Gears of War, honestly, is they've they've looked at it and they've said FPS doesn't feel fun in Star Ring. FPS doesn't probably doesn't feel fun in Squadron 42. They have to solve FPS everywhere, and they can't give people levels of Squadron 42 to test the FPS in, right? We can't do that. But what they can do is set up a distinct game mode that more people are interested in because no one even really played Star Marine all that much, to be honest. A distinct game mode that people are more interested in, where they can force, or not force, but um, entice, encourage, yeah, encourage people to go play, then they can get the testing that they need to fix up the FPS in both the PU and Squadron 42, mesh it all together. Yeah, sorry. Sort of like no, you're, no, you're right. Just to keep in mind strongly that they are oh. focusing all its priorities, most of its priorities on Squadron 42, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let, let, let's continue the video. While we are um, watching the video, um, I think you mentioned then at the end how, how he, 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 he anticipated so the theater of the war, but not fall to the wayside the way we're the commander or Starman did. Next, we're actually going to talk about the map that we're playing here at CitizenCon today. So it's a scenario, it's basically a map. But I actually think that theater's war won't. Then we'll fall to the wayside. Um, great lore team, 
within the Star Citizen community. Theaters of War is like Battlefield. Like it's it's a full Battlefield game. It's it's restricted to one map, but it's there's a game. Really, just walk through each of the sort of phases, and this will make a lot of sense in a little bit. We'll talk about some of the new mechanics we brought online to make this a lot more fun. We'll talk about the vehicles, the character loadouts, and basically how you play the game. Then finally, we'll get into some future plans, when you guys are going to get your hands on it, and some of the uh, features that we're still really wanting to work on before we roll out that game mode. Okay, so in Star Citizen, we have the concept of electronic access. And electronic access is like this uh, the simulator for uh, all these different events that can go on uh, within the universe. Basically, it's a good joke. It's, um, Man, they're, it's like they're an entertainment uh, for, for the denizens of Star Citizen, for citizens. And it's really an important distinction because Arena Commander, Star Marine kind of exist under this umbrella. And, and because it's a simulation, we can kind of get away with some stuff that is a little more, you know, quote unquote gamey um, than it is in the Persistent Universe. In the Persistent Universe, things are a little more permanent, um, obviously with Persistence. So Star Marine and Arena Commander were the first two to exist under this umbrella. And they made a lot of sense in their own regards. Arena Commander came out, test our flight. That is our core gameplay. So let's get the flight happening. Then we had the FPS, which was Star Marine. And now what we have is Theater's War that kind of groups the two together. So I also contend that these simulations are a really good spot for us to be able to tell some lore in a really meaningful way and an interactive way so that you guys get to experience that lore in a way that's, that's super memorable. So you can imagine it's kind of like a, like a, like a reenactment, like the Gettysburg battles or anything like that, um, that basically these guys go in, simulate, and play through. So now let's talk about the scenario or the theater that we built for CitizenCon. See, and this is what I like about theaters of war is the phase are the phases. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we the fact that the vehicles are in the game, and here you are at phase one, which is the ground operation to go ahead and take over certain points, right? Yeah. Using multiple weapons, the weapons that you have right now, you got this uh, weapon here. I can't remember the weapon, the name of the weapon, um, but. You know, we were talking about medics and, and engineers and things like that and so forth. Like I said, I, I didn't feel that there was no need for that because everybody has the opportunity to, from the game, to be able to choose a particular weapon that you want to do and choose a particular vehicle as you go around um, in the environment, um, even in phase one. So, uh, I mean, kudos to Sean Tracy for trying to get this out. Uh, and his group. I think this is one of his babies, if not the baby that he's trying to um, uh, get for the community. Uh, and um, it's got a lot of promise. All right, new plan. I think they're controlling it, that radar tower. I need all. It, I, I really like the that. phases as well. The it's it's distinct objective way through, and it it feels more like a game, right? And. And the Persistent Universe, at some point, is going to be like an MMO. It's not even really there yet. And Star Marine is sort of a broken deathmatch. But this is this is Battlefield, right? This is what people have been playing for decades, or I don't know, a decade or more in Battlefield. Yeah, it's the years. yeah, 
It's the it's the one team's on attack, one team's on defense, hit the objective, move on. Like it's perfect. It's it's kind of funny that it's delivered through electronic access. In <laughs> <laughs> that note, I mean, uh, I think uh, fast cart. This would be good for you at least phase two and phase three because this is where you can move from FPS to exactly you know, you know jumping in, a, in a space combat and and flight combat and things like that. I mean, mm -hmm. I, that's my niche in terms of getting all to the teams, ships. I mean, I can get more kills in the ship than I can with FPS. You ships are right. So, on foot. and then of course, phase three, you're going out into um, into orbit and getting to the space station to go and try to take over that. So I love the aspects of that. I think somebody asked earlier um, that uh, would they be able to bring in, no, so I was looking at the FAQs and somebody asked the question, would they be able to bring in the tunk? You know, <laughs> to be determined, you know, you, you never know, but, but uh, the vehicles that they have in game right now, moving from phase one to phase two to phase three, uh, uh, it, 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 this is what I was talking about in terms of being fluid. This is what I talk about in terms of being consistent. And yeah. because now you're moving from one phase to the next, to the next, to the next uh, uh, objective. And it makes it all the more uh, enjoyable to play. Yeah, well, and, and I, I can, you... Go ahead, Pascal. I'll be quick, I'll be quick. For me, I, I can see myself definitely as a driver. You know, just just drive people around the map or whatever until until we get to the ship. And then when I get to my ship, I, I should be able to I should be able to hold my own. What were you going to say? I was just going to say I like you. Uh, you mentioned the Tonk, right? And I think that it made me think that right. one of the things so that this community has done for so long is come up with interesting so ways to play like find the the vending machines and, and get the vending machine like we've come up with different games together. to play as a community and in the persistent universe and i can't wait to see what people come up with in this i want to see someone find a way to fit a tonk into one of the the drop ships and just show up at the space station with a tonk firing out the back end of the like like, I can't wait to see what people can do. And the idea is that this happens in some sort of historical Star Citizen setting, a story from our lore. So ultimately, Star Citizen hasn't just always been an FPS or, or just an arena shooter on its own. It's really more accurately... That, that point there is actually really interesting as well. All kinds of vehicles. That, that these are settings from lore. So they're going so, to be able to we build this, right? to make well, interesting battles, you, right? And interesting setups. And now, I cannot wait to see what they come up with and the places they bring us to and the history that they actually tell through Theaters of War and the lore that they tell through Theaters of War. So it really gives us a really, really solid and waiting on this. For a hot minute. Hone the game. I know. <laughs> okay. But I really have been waiting on this. AKA teachers love posters, by the way. So, you know, look, I've been, I've been waiting on lore for a hot minute on this. And Eric, you bring up, and Sean Tracy did do a fabulous point on where this game would go as soon as they go ahead and put that. I mean, so we're waiting on points, the new Star Wars you know, game right now that has battle scenes of capital ship battles and you flying through capital ship. Imagine when you see engines just running around the place, fighting next to, next to each other, and you're trying so to get from phase one to phase two, and phase three well, is between Idris battles. 
We also want to give you a solid. I would blow up multiple times just looking at the injuries. <laughs> Look, one of one of the best um, multiplayer in, FBF, FPS games so was um, Battlefield 2142 with the like the competing capital ships that you had to launch from the capital ships, destroy stuff on the ground, and then go back up and destroy the. We didn't develop really anything dramatically oh. new for this. This is using the exact same assets from the Pew, same balance. Let me destroy an Idris. We've taken a lot of the stuff that we found within Theaters War that we found on fun. Yeah, you can do that in, in, in Invictus now. From there. So it gives us a yeah, really well, good you know, spot. Yeah, well, you bring me more of that type of stuff. <laughs> so how does Theaters of War fit in right now? Instead of trying to steal a capital ship during the... Well, that was... <laughs> Actually, how does Crossroads of Crime fit into Theaters of War? Okay, so what's Crossroads of Crime? That's actually the name of the map. That's the name of the scenario. So I want to kind of okay. give you a little bit of a brief of that scenario. Now, I'm not nearly as good at telling these stories as the lore team is, but I'm going to give you a little bit of what they fed me. So we went through our lore and we went, you know, where's some really exciting sort of combat happening within the history of Star Citizen, the last 100 years, 200 years, 300 years before the present day PU? And we found this great story. And the story takes place in yeah, the Nexus. Yeah, I can't can too. So in the Nexus system, um, it, there's a notorious outlaw gang, and there's a lot of outlaw gangs within the Nexus system. But this particular one is. Can we actually pause aggressive. for just two seconds? So the Supreme is the name. Go ahead. Uh, just, just Kemi says I can see backers buying in just for theaters of war game by itself, and and that exactly is something that I've been saying for a long time, because I mean CIG has used free fly weeks, and it's used you know. Uh, jump into the PU and try it out, and, and they've used that for a long time. But jump into the the persistent universe as someone that has no idea what what's going on, and you've got no idea what's going on. Um, I quit out of Eve in seconds because I jumped in and was in a ship and got blown up by someone in the beginning area, and there was no tutorial. There was like there's nothing right. Theaters of War is approachable it is understood it's an understood game loop and i think it's going to be so important for cig to be able to say yeah this weekend play theaters of war for free yeah but you, yeah. you have to make sure that, it, that it's working in working condition that no, yes the fuel bug the, the, the better well, I can tell you just, I mean, it, 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 let's put it this way. It feels a lot better than it did when they first put it out. <laughs> I can tell you that much. And everybody's always concerned about the FPS and things like that. Um, you know, I think right now they're at, what, 40 people, I believe, uh, with the uh, possibility of expanding itself. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to just to say uh, some little words about it. I think people are going to be impressed when they do see it. I think... Uh, the people who are testing it are giving very good feedback um, to uh, Sean Tracy and his uh, and his little team of miracle makers um, <laughs> that uh, the game has been enjoyable to play, um, and I'm going to be encouraged to see what it is like in the next in the near future. Hopefully, the near uh, the, the the near near future. But um, it's interesting. I talked about um, this. Um, advocacy and is and the what is it supremacy i believe is that group i, I want to know a little bit more other than seeing penguin ships coming by with advocacy titles on it but um <laughs> but it, it's going to be interesting i thought I, I i was under the impression 
that the game was first under Hurston and then he moved it to Microtech, right? As far as theories of war? The yeah, area I don't know. Okay, I believe so, if I'm looking at the FAQ correctly. But um, but it's, it's, this is that other part in terms of lore, and that's what Sean Tracy's talking about, uh, trying to incorporate lore heavily uh, in the game that we see so little of right now. Let's continue the video. Name of the outlaw gang in this particular one, and they're facing off against an elite advocacy squad that has come to retake one of the planets. So to give you some backstory on the Nexus system, the Nexus system was totally unclaimed. The Hathor group, which was a mining group, came in, but all they really cared about was mining. So as long as profits were being made, they totally looked the other way. And what that sort of evolved into was a really perfect sort of petri dish for a ton of crime. And in the end, Hathor Group strip-mined the entire area, pulled out, and just left it as it was. And that obviously devolved into something pretty criminal. So with that, pretty much anybody that's doing anything bad in the universe is going to have some time crossing through the Nexus, uh, the Nexus system. And that's where the, the um, uh, moniker, the Crossroads of Crime, came from. So over time, the advocacy, or UEE specifically, said, you know, we can't just leave this alone. And the advocacy, being more or less the interstellar police force, went in to retake the system. So rather than give it up, the Supreme would rather see the whole thing destroyed, they're of this nature, um, before giving it up to the advocacy. One of the interesting sort of identifying things about the Supreme is that, though they're super aggressive, um, they kind of take all comers, and they're not super well-educated. So what you'll notice is that as the Supreme took over the, the, uh, uh, the base from the Hathor group, they actually use like pictograms and signs because not all their guys can read. Um, it's kind of an interesting backstory to these guys, but though they can't read, they also use these pictograms to actually throw off the enemy, which is super interesting. So let's give you a bit of an overview of Theaters of War. So again, we're applying a lot of the player feedback that we've heard from Star Marine, from PU, um, and from all the different um, sort of arena commander matches that we've seen. And I'll get into some of the details of those later. But it really, again, has forced us to kind of look at things. One of the great ones that has come from uh, Theaters of War that you guys are going to see in 3.8, um, it sounds simple, but it, you know, it was really obvious um, that the animations need to be sped up. I mean, when we were mantling over things, the guy is just not much of a sense of urgency. It was kind of, you know, climbing over things. He was just taking his time. Reloads, much faster. Getting into ships. So when you're point, under fire, this, getting into get a ship. In and out of ship, um, um, you're going to die quicker. Um, it's fluidity. It's, I want to do this. Why is it taking me 10 seconds to do it? I just want to do it. I don't want to call them legacy because they're still around but are Star Marine maps that are really, really tight interiors. So you really only have ranges of like 20, 50 meters. Attachments didn't really matter. What's really the difference between a shotgun and an assault rifle at you know, 20 or 50 meters? Um, putting the environment so that you've in a compound that started to be 100, 200 meters is much, much better. Okay, so again, the idea was that we give a 30-minute experience that was chock full Ooh, of combat minutes. right in your face. I think that's away. key. So let's give an overview. 30 minutes game. is digestible. So the mode is split into three distinct phases. Um, it's basically in this particular scenario. I've got 45 minutes before I have to leave for work. I can hop into in total, a quick match. 30 minutes, and right now we've got 20 half hour 20. done, right? 
in this one, and you, you can make it a lot, a lot quicker than that. Now. It's because it also battle. provides for, some, it also gives uh, way for uh, good squad play. Yeah, if you got a good squad, a good group, the first people first, who know how to play well together, to you can uh, hit right two, through certain objectives quite quickly. Tower. You may not need all 30 After minutes. you've taken phase one, so, the Supreme actually activated a mind laser because like, they're not after the second month or so, people were noticing everything by heart. So everyone So you got to destroy that radar tower, which is controlling the mining laser. And then finally, um, actually, sorry, I'll talk about some of the vehicles in this one. Um, I'll let you get a new one. Uh, it's a huge area. Yeah. So we go from phase one, which is sort of the 200, 300 meter combat, um, with some interior combat, to this. This also allows like clans to practice everything more together, right? It's so we get this great people are doing it in the persistent and, uh, universe. They're like, they're putting uh, together these Alicia. sorts of things, but they're having to do you it know, themselves, and it's difficult. This is a perfect place to. Get into one, you could probably have a seat on play. a planet and yeah. just yeah. wait. Yeah, and and you know what? Even more intense than Star Marine, because Star Marine's a little mode, bit tight knit. You know, you got king. walls and stuff uh, and to go through, and but this right here is a little bit more open uh, now. Finally, we so transition from right. a ground base. You're right, it's and, a lot, and, and, lot more open, low, so you're gonna have to be uh, a, a lot more strategic as far as how you're gonna place people. And in space. So you get I, I used to play a lot of Battlefield, and some space flight where the objective is like I still remember, like you'd be you and your squad moving to an objective, and there'd be some bastard who's really damn good. With like, the I mean, jet, this and he would just this, pin you, you down like over and over and over, and over a helicopter, and it changed the game, right? As all of a sudden, objective it's we gotta deal with him first before we can. And this can go even and, further. The templates that we yeah. built for this, you can go between you could you could make a map an entire solar system. I mean, you could be going to a planet in the distance, you can do it between a planet and a moon, you can do it between two moons, you could even do it between two solar systems. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a crazy amount of technology that we have access to here, and all it needs is a little bit of a structure. So when you load into the game, this is what you're seeing. This is our new spawning interface for this particular mode. Now it makes a lot of sense for this mode. And what you're seeing up there is you see some control points. Or so, uh, sorry, some spawn points, and each spawn point sort of has a different. Everyone spawn understands some of them are spawn, points. spawn points. Some of them are vehicles, but you don't just spawn beside the vehicle. You're yeah. going to spawn in the seat, and you get to select which seat you're going to spawn into. So yeah. if you want And the good thing about the spawn points is, you know, no three, no two spawn point. points are alike. Um, you can do that. You know, one spawn point may have a particular on vehicle that, on it. Another spawn point may may have better We've cover. Another spawn point may lead you to a different area that you're trying to get to really quickly. So you can pick and choose which spawn point you want to be in. And of course, based off of the spawn point, you know, in terms of in the end, uh, I want to be able to update how much you know, you've uh, covered the primary weapon, change is, the secondary weapon, is, these kind of things. Will allow you the ability point. to determine which spawn so point you're at. That. Right? If you're and at so a spawn point where it's been taken over, that spawn point is no longer available for you. Right now. So you're down the from right, three to two spawn points. Yeah. Um, oh, is the this is important. So we have character presets. Yeah. And then the red are the foot soldier, assault, diaper, and anti vehicle. And each of them kind of aim to provide a variety of combat. Yeah, and, and so. really roles just fulfilling certain roles within. The I mean, for theaters, for it makes sense. One of the sense. more interesting things is like the teams have asymmetrical loadouts. Meaning Where's my medic? Though? not the same weapon, so assault on <laughs> one team is not the same as assault on the other. Team. Where does it hurt? This makes a lot of sense. learn how to jab yourself with an epipen real quick. The <laughs> They're going to have their weapons manufactured by bearing. I, They're going to use I more ballistic. The idea weapons. of an epipen. Whereas the supreme. <laughs> 
are going Look, to have. I played a sniper in battlefield. They're going to have, you know, some cases. And I had a friend that played have, a medic. Um, uh, uh, and I'd be money. like spotting people and trying to play objectives, that, you know, and all he'd do is run around and shock people with paddles. And he'd double everyone else's score on both teams because all he did was run from person to person. They're going to be able to take out the interiors of these buildings really, really quickly. Whereas a foot soldier is much more all-rounder. He's like a rifleman within the infantry. Then you've got snipers, which is pretty self-explanatory, I hope. And then we've got an anti-vehicle. And again, a little bit of asymmetry between the two teams. On the advocacy side, these use the Animus rocket launcher. And then on the Supreme, these ones use the railgun. So what vehicles do we got? We're all excited about the vehicles. So they range from fighting vehicles to transport vehicles. So we've got, these are all the vehicles that are actually in the mode right now, and we tried a ton of them, right? We actually even started with the mm. Valkyrie, and, and we will get the Valkyrie back in, <laughs> but for right now, it wasn't making a lot of sense. It's, it's actually super duper powerful. It's got a lot of health on it, and again, this is why we're balancing this stuff. So you got the and just to know, the Ursa rover acts as a mobile point within our crossover triangle. I'm looking, I'm like, okay, Then finally, like I talked about, the ballista. The ballista just completely surprised all of us. If it's on screen, you talk about it. If it's not in the screen, don't talk about it. It is the strongest anti-air ground vehicle that we have, and it really gives it a reason to exist in this particular mode. Again, it's a great vehicle, and in the PU, it will be very, very meaningful, but right mm. now, it's not. <laughs> so we've got some great ships as well, the Buccaneer. Uh, this one is really cleaning up right now in that. Um, and just to mention, we are getting statistics of what's happening in the uh, war room right now. And just to give you an idea, <laughs> the thing with the most kills right now are the Buccaneers and the Ursas. So then we have some arrows, the Hornet, and then finally, we even have a dropship. So we replace the Valkyrie with the uh, Vanguard Hoplite. At the time, the other thing I was saying that was really important about Theaters of War for the Persistent Universe so as a whole is this lets them balance ships against each other because they can swap ships out with each other and they can use it to balance everything in a more contained uh, package. Package, yeah. So you saw a little bit of that on the video, but phase one is disable the AA turrets. So in this phase, the advocacy come to take over the laptops, and you'll recognize the laptops from Star Marine. We didn't just make anything new. We didn't have to. Um, you take over the laptops to take over the AA guns from the base. <coughs> Excuse me. And as soon as that's achieved, um, the AA guns are shut down, and you can now bring ships in for what is phase two. I want to talk a little bit about the gameplay, and I keep kind of mentioning sort of the compound-like gameplay. So in this compound, you've got some interiors but a lot of the combat happens in the exteriors. Once you've, got one, uh, once you've got one of the control points, you're gonna end up having to transition over a whole yard that's got a lot of destroyed ships and things like this to go over it. So there's great sniping spots. Um, there's a lot of defensive spots for the defenders because the attackers in this particular mode have two Ursa rovers and one cyclone. So they can actually motor right in and the defenders have to keep an eye on uh, basically those Ursas because they can be used to spawn a lot of infantry. And on the Supreme yeah, side, that so was for quite the defenders, deadly. they don't have any vehicles um, on this one. So this can be really fun. You know, the, the use of those vehicles can be quite once devastating. Once you roll over that, once the a certain area, like, out, just like the that, if you have people in the wrong spot. To their control tower. So the, they don't want them to take the base. They yeah, activate the mining laser at that moment. They're, they're so the, the objective new, for phase two um, is to destroy, from, destroy is the ground-based radar. There's two ways to achieve this. And this is one of the new mechanics that we've had. 
first, you can just shoot it. That's probably at some point. Um, you use mm. missiles, you can lock onto it, you use your guns, you can ram into it. I mean, it, it, whatever you can do, you can do some damage to that tower. But there's a way for infantry to help as well. It's on top of a compound. And within that compound is a laptop that's actually hooked up to the control tower. And in that control, if you take over that laptop, you can overcharge it, which basically does like a 20, 25% damage. I would to imagine the given, um, you just uh, drop the hornet out so with the gladiator. I would imagine help, for different but it's um, hard to get in that goals, you, you could do that. So the Supreme at this moment are given ships. I mean, he just gave me an idea. And this is a great, great traversal that happens. <laughs> As you can see, sort of on the image there, um, we've got a huge traversal where this is Everybody the end of phase close, one, but... right, to the outpost. Um, it's about three kilometers. So the defenders, they have, I think, eight buccaneers. Uh, it could be, uh, we change the numbers all the time according to balance, but it's between eight and ten buccaneers. And again, as a defending I mean, force, that's I, pretty I, powerful. I think you could do that. I would, say, I would, like, I would, like, to, I would like to see them two do ballistas, that. three hornets, four rovers, and two cyclones. So there's a lot of vehicle combat happening now. And don't forget, you can spawn. I mean, like I said, it's wonderful. You can put your ace on uh, top as soon as you get phase. to that that that, that next phase. Because of the ballistas, you can put your ace, uh, your ace really pilot in one of those in planes, and they can mow down the entire area. So finally, yeah. in phase three, you're actually going to the upper atmosphere, and we literally go straight up from the control tower. So I mean, it sounds like there's stuff for everyone too, because I'm very bad at flying. But I'm very good at it's shooting. It's the same way of right. achieving, well, mechanically, anyways. And um, the objective I'll be useful at each step as long as someone drops me off somewhere. Again, absolutely. Shoot it. Now this is the good part right here. It. Crash into because it. Because obviously we've also got this the is in orbit. Now, so I'm quite sure we're seeing that. Um, uh, did we not see a vanguard on that picture? We're seeing a vanguard on that picture. I believe you can go ahead and just bring some people up there, and you can have multiple people being dropped off or transported to that to that space station. So, if you're on the opposite end of that, you better be on the lookout for those types of ships because they got multiple players in that ship. Or they haven't, they've lost. If you're trying to keep people from taking over that space station, all they have to do is stop them from destroying this illegally appropriated stronghold. Or not. Okay, so I can hear the live streams now. I can hear them. They're going, go, you gotta finish the game though. You gotta finish that game and that game. Oh, so I wanna explain that we really didn't have to put much into this. Now, in terms of uh, work, it was over about six to, to, to eight months, but we really only added a couple new mechanics and put some light structure around this. So some of the new mechanics we added, lock spawn points. So I didn't mention it on the phase breakdown, but in each phase, we have this little locked spawn point. And all this is, is it's a spawn point for the infantry because it's a little bit further up. But all you have to do is walk into the volume and you take it. So if the defenders are really smart, they're just gonna, they're gonna try to defend that even more than the objective because as soon as that's lost, it's the beginning and the end in that phase usually. So these also coexist with what I talked about before, mobile spawn points. So that's the Ursa. You can take the Ursa up, you can go hide it, you can try to drive it right into the outpost. You know, it's really up to you how you want to play that, but even on the spawn screen, you will see that that Ursa is in a good location and you're going to want to spawn there. So all the players really need to do is find the right spawn point and take care of their objective. Yeah, that's pretty much. So, yeah, if you got a, if you got a good squad, that, uh, I'm telling you, you can hold down anybody. We've been playing for the last uh, I kind of excited six hours that. here. We've had a bunch of sessions come through, uh, and the feedback yep. has been great. And you got 30 uh, minutes. We've been having a lot of fun Goodness. within it. 
uh, people are understanding the game right away. There's a lot of readability that's already been built into this so that people, yeah, people understand uh, what to do and where to go. So we took a quick video of sort of the, uh, the reactions of some of the guys in there. All right, so it just shows you all the PCs. So we got 40 PCs set up within there. Well, and everybody's coming in. We play for about 40 minutes. We change the sides. Uh, sorry, Please. we play for 20 minutes. Then we switch oh, sides. Do them and then we play for another done. 20 minutes. Now, what's been really fun about this yeah, is people show, are talking at the hours and say and ask. each other. Right. You're right. They're I'm yelling at the door. enemy. We've got them on the uh, door. Can I have that so one? they can talk to each other. <laughs> um, and it's actually been really, really fun. The energy is fantastic. Um, you can see that people are, are really enjoying being able to get that sort of 30-minute adrenaline-packed, high-octane kind of experience right in your face. There was a great moment where somebody was yelling out, uh, Demo 55, you got to get better. And the guy was like, well, raise your landing gear and learn to lock on. You know, you can really tell the good pilots from the bad pilots, by the way. So if you want to look really good, make sure you raise your landing gear. We thought about making it automatic, but I'm like, no, no. I like to be able to tell if somebody's really good in the ships or not, because as they're flying around, they'll either lift it up. And if it's not, I'm like, ah, I'm going to get him. He's easy. Yeah, learn, learn how to play, fly your ship. So it's been a lot of fun. And the feedback How do you raise your landing gear? The reason we made this thing at this time was I wanted <laughs> to bring key? it to CitizenCon. I wanted to bring it to CitizenCon because I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about it because I want to find out from you what's fun. I wanted that feedback um and the feedback's been fantastic everybody's got something to say about it and it's usually very positive but there was one grumpy guy on the way out one time he was like well there's i still die lots and he walked out so i mean can't please everybody look i've got some right. feedback for sean so um, we've sort of gone over all this but september uh, 2020 is not early 2020 you know, that's my only um, feedback you, know, <laughs> you can play it right now at citizen con and it's in a good state right now. I'm pretty happy. That's it. That's all I got. One of the things that I tried really, really hard to do here was to take fun first. Can you play and, right now? Um, we love CIG, it. I, I mean, as you guys know, we love Barely. our visuals. Um, CIG, you missing a date? Um, that never You've seen Planetech before. You've seen some of the technology that we've got. We can make stuff beautiful. I don't play enough first. to be Ducati. Let's make I mean, it fun it's first. Easy to join. You do have squads. Right? That's, that's fun. But we don't want to make the fourth it beautiful. and void changing it changing it changing it make it beautiful again make it beautiful again let's Work just do that. some boxes <laughs> thanks so to just to give you an idea i mean i was talking to the uh one of our uh the senior lead environment artists and he was like man i didn't know if you were gonna get it here i saw that map two months ago or three months ago i don't i don't know i don't know I don't know. So it, it's not, you know, the culture definitely at CIG is our visuals, but we have to be sure that we're fun too. Um, and that map was really just white boxes. That was the whole, it, most of the time it was the same wall piece copied thousands of times all over the map just to get the placement of everything right. And we would switch it, we would switch it, we would move spawn points. We, so we iterated massively on it with tons of play testing. And again, you could do this when you're in a sort of 30 minute, 40 minute kind of mode where you could iterate on it in that way. And then once we got closer to CitizenCon, we're like, okay, now make it really beautiful. Let's go, right? And, and we've had maybe about a and month and a half, two months of real solid, from solid art POW. time. 
from Space yeah, Marine. I need a little bit I mean, more. because I need a little bit I'm Star more. Marine. Um, because just to make that, Star Marine, you're stuck that you with that weapon, right? And POW, as soon as you die, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to try it again. Two seconds later, you're dead again. You're like, screw it. Being a sniper, you can see you can switch um, over real quick. Having the multiple labels for Citizcon, <laughs> I wanted over to get to a bunch of feedback from you guys. Or whatever other, um, you know, you know class or crafts they have in the game. So it allows you to switch. Actually, that's that one thing that I love about that. That gave me a sense of, okay, it's this is be, almost uh, uh, Call of Duty-ish. I know it's blast for me to say so that, but guys, I'm sorry. That's the gold standard. Next year, I want to go to Epicotti. It's Battlefield. What they are making is Battlefield. It's I've crashed four times in a row in this Hornet. That's it. I'm done flying. I'm gonna go shoot something really good. Right. Absolutely. So what else are we gonna do? Well, we got work on the net code. Obviously, everybody's gonna go. Oh well, we got this 250 millisecond delay or whatever it is. Luckily, part of my from that one year ago. Technical content side, and when we got the combat pillar side. Along with Rich, we run the combat pillar, which me. has the network engineers, <laughs> uh, sorry, not just the network engineers, the gameplay kind of network engineer that will work on this. So he works on the upstream refactor, the downstream <laughs> refactor, and the netcode rework for hit registration on the server. So this will make mm. everything much, much better. Um, in terms mm. of the mode itself, though, um, because it's so um, um, uh, tight um, in terms, like against the PU, um, it's actually not, it's, we haven't really had any major problems with it. And because it's vehicle oriented, um, in, in a lot of cases, we haven't really seen much issues. So the other thing we're going to do is some lobby system updates. Uh, lobby system updates really mean matchmaking. Um, that's the big thing for me. Uh, me and the Turbulent guys have talked about it, as well as Tony Zerovec. And we've always talking about a contact system. The fact that we've got like three different friends databases that are all over the place. And on Twitch and Tony G in a conversation. That'll take a couple really hours. Crazy. So there's no reason that, that it shouldn't be just one seamless kind of friends or group experience from Spectrum all the way down to the game. Why it's separate makes no sense at all. Not for you guys, not for us. We don't like it either. So we want to fix that. I mean, not, not, not that it wouldn't be a bad conversation. It was so what that's going to do is going to make it much easier to play with your friends and join up and get in does. the game right away. I would, people don't know. I thought to myself, okay, <laughs> I, you know, uh, I love listening to Tony Z. Have you ever have you ever watched Planet Earth and David Attenborough's soothing voice just puts you to sleep? And you know, that's Tony Z. But it's because it's so fast you can't understand it. It should be pretty soon. So it's really it's important. like a foreign language also, at some point. Uh, squads. Sometimes. That's something else I want to bring into this. It's a really important component of it. Like, though we're going to have VoIP within it, and I'll talk about that in a second, I do want people to be able to play together in a really, really meaningful way. So form up in a squad, hell, on Spectrum, and just end up in the game within that same squad. Bring people Again, in. Again, I love Tony G. I'm not trying to make fun of him. He just, you know, that's how it is. It is. What it is. I was trying to so avoid the next that. Thing is kind of some I don't change my mind. I'm like, don't say that. Um, I'll call it out. It is. I'm pretty sure you guys know this, but in Arena Commander and Star Marine, and now the other war, uh, there's no chat. There's no chat. You can't. You Pull can't back. Thanks for the subscription. You can't talk. Thanks for that. You can't, you can't talk badly to the enemy team, right? You can't say anything to them. Actually, you can, you know, you can, you can kind of use the emotes and everything, which is fine. 
but we need some basic chat, oh my goodness. Um, so we're gonna get that integrated, we've been working on that, but it's also gonna bring the group and VoIP support, and what's really cool about it is something that always frustrates me in any kind of combined arms game, or any um, game that has a cooperative kind of vehicle, is I'll get in the gunner seat, and I can't tell the driver how bad he's driving, right? <laughs> so with the PU, you guys have had this experience already. There's, there's the concept of, you know, the ship channels. And we have the exact same concept for Theaters of War. When you jump in an Ursa, you're going to be able to talk to that driver because you're within that channel with him. So you can say, driver, whatever, right? Uh, or you're doing a great job, I'm sure. Uh, the other thing, we'll have global proximity. So basically, you should be able to hear them talking to each other at distance because this isn't the only scenario we'll make. There'll be scenarios that make a lot more sense so that the global proximity stuff will make um, a meaningful difference. We'll have the team groups and the vehicle groups, as I mentioned. So I want to make a couple updates to this. One of the things you might have noticed, even in the video, in the pullout especially, now that you guys have seen Planet V4 tech, you look at the V3 stuff and you're like, ooh. So I looked at it and I went, ooh. So I want to get Planet V4 onto this before it gets out to you guys. I think that's a really good thing to do. Um, it allows us to vary the terrain a lot more. And if anything, that's in my, really my only complaint artistically is that the terrain is really, really uh, uh, quite flat anyways. I mean, I'd, um, so we're gonna do I'd that. like to, some of the, to uh, have an update on Theaters of War, actually, of like... Um, uh, reviews. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, they got oh, the V4 tech on that one. Still waiting. I want to get that all in-game, and then we, in the end... No, it's too far. I want an update every week. I think we'll do something pretty exciting. What's it coming? What's it coming? When can it happen? I'd like to have something pretty exciting happening at the end. So we'll make some art updates, but... This is kind of the fun, polished stuff that I like to keep to the end. We do this because we know it's fun already. Uh, yeah, on top of trying new vehicles and uh, potentially even shifting locations around just based on the feedback. Hmm. Whoa, that's too big in my notes. All right, so there's lots of people helped. Now, this was really easy and fun thing to actually work on. It's a lot easier for the developer to be able to spin up a thing in 30, uh, that's a 30-minute round. We've got 40 people playing. You can play test every day in a really, really meaningful way, but it's very analytical. Like, we're doing the same round over and over, so we know exactly what's happening, but we're having the right conversations now, and that's what really excites me about this, is, hey, man, the railgun can actually shoot through the glass of the rover into a passenger seat in the back. And I'm like, whoa, you can? Okay, uh, we should probably fix that. Um, somebody told me a great story about uh, they couldn't get an angle on the Ursa driver. So they had, uh, the, the driver had left the door open. And he ran in the back, and he couldn't get an angle on him with his rifle. And he just, grenade, got him, cool, you know, go in. So these are the good conversations to be having. These are actual gameplay conversations. Uh, there's things like, hey, the Animus is really, really too strong. Somebody can sit right beside an ammo crate and just and sit there while they're doing the a show, Shadow. The right conversations to be having. Cause people think that people think theater of war so, is not going to be a fan. Some big special it's things coming. have to go out. Uh, to yeah, I can hear it, and that's a farce. Fake news, Milan buddy. Paycheck, who I wouldn't it's have been able to do any of this. It'll be here soon. He's incredible. Tom, Forrest, Johnny, Jens, Clive, Clive. I'm sorry, the stream is so far behind. Okay. Rob Johnson, Thorsten, Stephen, Michael, Nick Pierce, Lee Wood, the actor feature team, lead programmers around here somewhere. Jens Lind. Cool. 
So the character art and tech team, they it's got really, really fun involved, watching that one great, live. The characters look fantastic. Oh. We made them nice and bright so people could see them on the map. Did I? Which is, uh, really important. I can't uh, remember QA which season was going on. So we've been doing these 40-person uh, playtests uh, every Austin. Wednesday. Uh, that was no yeah. now. Uh, for the last six no, months. Okay, yeah, that was the other awesome. developers involved in all. Where was nineteen? I don't know where the cameras, but you guys know who you are. Uh, Manchester. And thank you guys. No, I didn't go to that one because it was far away again. Okay. Because twenty twenty this year was supposed to be in Los Angeles. And I was so ready now, to go for that uh, until we'll our wonderful the Q &A. friend hit. Uh, with whatever time Pandemic. we got left, we got Richard Tyre over there. I think I'm just gonna march over there. All yep. right, very good. So thank you guys so much. And uh, to the guys that didn't get to play it, I'm really sorry that we only had 280 slots today. One of the, the <laughs> I just want to explain the reason why mm -hmm. we did this. Um, I've done a lot of E3s and Gamescoms and stuff like this. And when they do this big lineup, you never know if you're going to have enough time to play. There's other things that you want to be doing. We had talks throughout the day, so I thought it was much better that we had a bit of a schedule or that you signed up for slots rather than kind of trying to get as many people through as absolutely possible. So I'm sorry you might not have got to play. We'll try to reveal as much as we can, but I'm going to get into your guys' hands as soon as I can. So thank you very much. All right, thank you, Sean. We We've actually got Ulf in the war room right now. Ulf, what's going on? Hey, hey Jared. Uh, thank you very much for that great presentation, Sean. Um, I'm here in the war room where we pitch 20 attackers against 20 defenders, battling it out. And I actually got someone who just played the, the new game mode, Mad Rambo. Oh, hey, gosh. Man. I, I, uh, can I comment you? about oh, that shirt, really? please? I think it's much needed. They tried. Implement <sighs> all combat. The most I mean, it looks like a Harry Belafonte you shirt, you know. Quite easily. Did you know? It was the other one. And uh, what was the one with Carrick on it? Um, it was like seventy bucks. The ships, vehicles, and on boots on the ground. It looks like all together as one. Okay. Um, that is that's the type of shirt I wear to work. Ground vehicle combat or the air combat the most. That's surprisingly. I I would have loved to buy one. On the ground all the time. If it had been like forty bucks, like a normal shirt, like that. Do you think it is easy to get into the mode because it's a very new game mode? Yeah, you just saw a video and then we threw you into it. Yeah, it's literally just straight through the story. That that is the segue. Very good. And what was the was it easier to defend or was it easier to attack? And it's comfortable too. I just got the kind of mail and it feels good. It's a great shirt. How was the team communication going? The team communication was really good. Apart from we had to keep a couple of people quiet. All right. And like every team, the defenders and the attackers, they do have specific spawn points. They do have specific loadouts. They do have specific vehicles they can use. Yeah. So there is certain vehicles you can use. I mean, there's a ballista in there which. Using it in this game mode, it's going to be really, really good. Um, sp specific loadouts, I'm sure we might be able to change that at some point. And yeah, it was, it was just everything combined as one. It was really good. Right. And I heard, I heard that you had a um, um, that you killed the ballista with the SMG. Yes, I did. I killed the ballista. That sure is really killing me. But to play uh, the point of what he was saying, else, I mean, like I, I said, kill. Star Marine okay, just pretty much one and done. So we're gonna this throw game, it over to the live three phases. Um, so back uh, to phenomenal yeah. jump between. Thank you so much, Alf. Uh, now, just like before, oh, there's already a, a list B, of people. C, all right. Jump between well, so, ships. Guys, we have about ten minutes to use questions. So I don't know who's first. I can't see who's first. Start talking. What does Jerry got to say? Sean, your breath, Oh, you know, wow. it's, it's just 
it's and I wouldn't worry great... too much about a Twitch chat either. I've been oh, with them for yeah. a while, and they don't know what they're talking about ever, so it's fine. Who is this guy? Uh, I, I haven't seen him in here. Yeah, right, right. Who's that guy? Absolutely. He's absolutely brilliant. Oh, thank uh, you. I, I love that. It was maybe one of the single most Didn't he propose to his girlfriend on the, at um, 2018? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Absolutely oh, cool. incredible. Awesome. Uh, cool. Thank you. You know, except the, no one saw it because it was blank on the schedule. It was the only time to go get food. While the, the PU sort of gestates, uh, how much fun they had. I will be right back. These. This okay. is a great example of it. Um, now, Marine Commander and Star Marine sort of languished for a while without much love until very recently. Mm -hmm. Is there a plan to update and maintain the content for gameplay modes like this in the future going forward? Yep. Um, and actually, the exact same team that worked on uh, Theater of War within this uh, combat pillar uh, was the one that brought you the good doctor. So actually, during this time, we just built another map on, the, on, uh, um, uh, on planet side. That was a good map and to play in Star Marine, by the way. A lot of the stuff the we were doing in theaters, we were just like, oh, all right, well, let's try this in another map. We built that other map up. And again, like, it's so much of this exists Finally, already. What? That was the um, only map that allowed us to play on a planet, I believe. Right? And it helps the PU. It helps Squadron. It helps that whole uh, gameplay scenario. So let me get back At to actually time? the content on Arena Commander and Star Marine. Um, because we've got, you know, some resources on it, and uh, they've really been trained up, and they all fully understand what's going on within each one, we want to mm. make all right, these Kimmy. updates and apply them to yeah. them. So things like that, we're waiting on these. Um, are going to benefit Star Marine and Arena Commander, and I've got some big plans. I've got some plans for Arena Commander that I think you guys will really like. I'm not ready to talk about them today. Uh, I'm still pitching them to Chris. So he has plans for Arena Commander. Um, this is the and, year, I, uh, I, I think at some point you'll be quite happy. But yes, we are we are keeping some focus on that. But the really, really, really important part, and, and it's really important to understand. I'm not saying the PU isn't fun at all. Um, there is different types of gameplay. Star Citizen's a big game. You've got mining, you've got exploration, right you've there. got a lot of non-combat kind of activities, which is fun. It's just hard to coexist that, balance that, work on it, really hone it to the state that it needs to be when it's not the primary focus of the given mode, if that makes any sense. So now that it is the primary focus for this given team anyways, uh, this given pillar, um, I think you'll see some big improvements. And I, I hope you've felt those over the last, you know, six months to nine months as, as long as we've been working on it. Well, you know, I mean, Heavy Bob, I, uh, Richard, I disagree on that one. You can't at least purchase a ship in, in, in the game now and try to well, keep first it. first off, it's the, you know, all the systems <laughs> that are in the PU so, in terms of the animations. In terms I believe of that was my point, ships, too, was put in the 3.10. Interacting, player interaction system, all of that stuff underpins this Give game. Give them a little bit of credit. They're working on itself. And everything that it goes they're working into, on a lot. It's just a lot of it doesn't translate yet. There's so when we, we get there's that in stuff there, that's missing for it to be full. In terms of the animation speed, uh, uh, but I, I honestly, that's why I think Theaters of War is so important. It's something that you know, someone like me who's interested in the game but has no interest in playing the PU at the state that it's in would be interested in jumping into because it's a game. It's there's there's a you know, when you're flying shit, there's three phases, there's a beginning, there's an end, and it's a us, thing, you know, in right? Term, the Petri dish, right? It gives us that focus that we can really hone down 
and absolutely improve yeah, it. It's a transparent developer. But you got to look at yes. Do you want too much transparency? Without having to fly and at this point in time, I'm fine without getting it. Yeah, you know, it's a finished product. Coming up, it's like, you know, well, you got other games test? that haven't given yeah, you can anything. Can I get in on that? And yeah, like, or yeah, some sure. games that yeah, can't give you anything because they fold it. So it's fantastic to see. But it's the type of games that we've all seen. And it's also something that we can really focus on. You can arguably say that Star Citizen has been too transparent. get that improvement. And I think a lot of people have got to the point to where back to the they just mission they get concerned when they miss a week yeah. or two or let alone a month Hi, um, you know and my whole thing What's is the, uh, okay the next type of transparency amos. i want to see is what the is that date for squadron 42 having 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 sorry We've got our Sometimes opinions on it. I can and share I, I, our opinions. I, I, I just want to say that, plans. you know, as soon as they finish I think, their I think technology for like ICAC and stuff like that, it's going to, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff is going to fall around. And, you I think it's going to accelerate development. We've got some guys working on the upstream downstream. Is absolutely on point, and then you know I think that's when we can start talking. Then we're uh, this, I'd, I'd say, what was How I going to say? Impact the rest of it. So when it comes to transparency, I mean I've been watching this game since it started being worked on in 2012, and I remember CIG showing early early work on um, on atmosphere getting shoved out of a of a room, right? They they showed some really so early look dev on that. One. They showed some it's really nice early look dev on um, a golf swing right, mechanic for it. single ship scanning, uh, but, uh, and people got so pissed off. Like like vitriol and hate spewing from parts of the community that were like, "This is garbage. This is the worst thing." Because again, it so yeah, you know what? Like, They've pared back some of the transparency um, because the like only thing that they've proven is that we are not responsible enough as a community at like, times to see exactly what's going on. Uh, we can move it around. Yeah. Uh, we can also rotate. I have the an announcement. So what I wanted was Soul Citizen himself. Since Colossal Chat said it, we'll do a raffle for a Soul Citizen mug or mousepad of your choice. They should visit the merch website, pick the color of the mag. So the keyword is raffle. That comes to point raffle. And the winners should send a mailing address to Soul Citizens at gmail dot com. Soul Citizens with an S at the end at gmail dot com. Yeah, I help you guys out. It's raffle time. We've not faked anything. You know, even you look at the good doctor. There's a whole planet there. With you know, you've got that tiny little mug or mouth pad. A Soul Citizen mug or mouth pad. It's all real. It's all like the EU. It's all there. So I just gotta. Because we're totally briefly talking about mouse pads, I got a. Uh, my good friend Nakara found out that I had a crappy mouse pad and nah, sent me this beauty. I actually don't know. I'm jealous. I'm cutting off no, my screen right now. Just to... <laughs> Who do you think it is? Uh, nice. Nice. Exclamation know, point raffle, guys. It sounds like me, but it's not. Do it up. To go ahead and right. get no, that one item. for a game, though. You can look that up. That's fun. Hey, yeah, just a quick Think of Colossal when you do get when you do get that. <laughs> <laughs>
breakdown of FPS weapons across, you know, the whole of the PU. You know, we've got that standard foundation in terms of the, you know, the classes, you say SMGs, snipers, the different loadouts. And then we've got the more exotic weaponry. So, you know, we've just released the Salvo last patch. Um, but we've got a long this road be interesting. I'm quite sure they're going to go ahead and encompass the new uh, weapons, you know, the new electric, we weapon, electric, the electric weapons like that we have, the EMP weapons, whatever they're going to call them. You know, um, can't wait till they put those now we're starting to get to the uh, in, in the game so We've got some really uh, cool try. stuff. I can't talk about it today, um, but... To answer but, your question, you know, yes. I guess we'll talk about it a little bit more in terms of well, the, the question I want to ask is, do we know we when they're going to release, or not just release, but I guess for another stage of testing really um, game for Theaters of War, because I haven't seen any information on it lately, but I guess we'll find out more, I mean, what, we're almost in September, so we have, what, one more month to go, I believe, until CitizenCon? Again, if or you whatever their know, virtual citizen con is going to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, VertCon, um, I guess they, they would have called it or something like so that. But now that it'd we've be got interesting to see if they, they, they finally throw out uh, yeah, uh, Theaters of War. Uh, that whole right, week of one more the virtual question. citizen con. Be interesting. Really? I just got like. Okay. You talk. My question is can you use these concepts? to create events in the PU. Yes, yes, absolutely. So yeah. it's interesting you say that. It's one of the, one of the uh, great conversations that I've had a couple times with Paul right. Rindell. Um, and uh, when he first heard about this, he goes, oh, this is cool, but just put it in the PU. Right? Sometimes, you know, citizen con bring all kinds of people. And uh, I'm kind of with him on that. Know Here's the key, and actually, in, uh, in uh, like a... there's a Reddit thread that I saw that was perfect. And, uh, you know, I, I can't remember exactly what it says, but it's basically like within the PU, it's like, wake up, go to thing, spawn your ship, get to the thing, get to the place, do the thing, get the thing, da, 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 then shoot. Uh, in there in the war room, it's click, click, click. Oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, and you're playing. It's basically three clicks and you're in. Um, and, and playing and having that, uh, having that combat. Now, if, if we could integrate this into the, into the world of the PU like it's happening on the planet and everything, I would do absolutely that. But right now, it's a standalone within matchmaking for leaderboards and everything like that. It's a little uh, easier of an experience to give to you uh, rather than putting a bunch of, um, basically putting a lot of stuff in front of you and, and the game mode itself. I think the one thing to note as well is that Obviously, PU with the 50-player cap, and you know we're pulling all those 40 players into that kind of one location. And when we start to you know push out further, you know, in terms of the players online, we'll be able to actually you'll be able to experience that on a more regular basis. So it's absolutely a, a learning experience for us in terms of pulling everyone in straight out the gate, and it's only going to give us more information and more analytics to basically create those in the PU. Absolutely. Right, so, and, and like I said in the talk, right, the eventuality is that the PU, you know, gets like that, right, with server meshing, with yeah. server object container streaming. We're going to get there. Absolutely. And it has to be fun when we get there. All right, thank you so much, guys. Uh, one final question. How did the Ursa have more kills than anything else? It's the Buccaneer wins now. After a couple of rounds. But, but, the Ursa but Ursa is a really stable firing platform. Yeah. That's one thing. The weapons that are on top are infantry shredders, right? They will just yes, they are. infantry. If you're using the remote yes, they are. in the Ursa, 
And, and the devs should be ashamed. Keep an eye on the, your back and front. You'll be <laughs> it's right. a very powerful spawn point, yeah. but the ships and the animus and the railgun destroy it. So. All right. Well, Sean, Richard, thank you so much. I'm sure we'll do another follow-up on Star Citizen Live or something sometime cool. before the end of the year. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. So that's the end of the video, but I just want to remind people there's a raffle going on for a Soul Citizen mug or a mouse pad of your choice. So exclamation point raffle to um, get into that. And sorry if I um, was too quiet when the video was going on. Okay, so... What do you guys thought now? I'll start with Ares. Now that you've seen the video. I mean, my thoughts remain the same. I, I remember being really, really excited watching that video uh, at the time. I'm still excited. I it's, it's sort of reminding me that, like, hey, we still don't have Theaters of War. Where is that? I want to play it. <laughs> But uh, but no, I, I think it's really, really important for the game, and I think it's really important for players. It would be something that if they can if they can polish it, and I, I honestly I hope they wait until it is polished and they can release it in a polished state because I think it would uh, I, I think it'll add a lot to um, to CIG. Uh, to be them being able to say, yeah, here's a game that you can go play. This is like essentially, I mean, not put it in these words, but it's essentially their version of Battlefield. It's a game loop. There's something you can play. There's something for everyone. Everyone can try it, and it's something that they're going to keep updated. And if they can, if they can deliver on this, uh, this is this has been the best year in star citizen funding history already yeah, okay. they've already they've already beaten all of their previous years if they can launch theaters of war and have it be stable uh, i think next year will be even better so if they released it this year i, I mean imagine how much money they, they, they would pull in just for this year but i don't know if they... I mean, this year has been so good. I, I can't imagine next year being better, but hey, we said the same thing like previous year, so who knows? Yeah. How about you, Colossal? What are your thoughts? Next year's going to be better if they give you that release date. Um, I mean, uh, of Squadron, Squadron 42, but um, uh, at a GamesCon or E3 or something like that. Uh, GamesCon? But, uh, GamesCon is now. Yeah, game, I mean, yeah, it's, okay. on, yeah. it's on now, so but I, I did say next year. <laughs> but, um, oh, okay. But uh, in, in this case, I, I I I love what's going on with this. It allows them to finally go ahead and play with the lore of the game because now that they're adding uh, a different, an additional aspect of the game that takes the game to a different level, phases, um, vehicles being added. Um, you didn't have that with Star Marine. You just had a gun or two. Uh, you had to, you had to pick your gun during the during the pre-screen mode. Um, you you either were an outlaw or what um, or the other group, and then that was it. And now you get to another a game that allows you to choose one of four or five different types of uh, 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 groups of people to go ahead and play. And then you have uh, ships in the game along with uh, ground vehicles in the game. Um, and now you get to add the imagination of your lore into that concept. So now you can just take that. This is theater war is just, just <laughs> for lack of a better word, phase one of what they can do with 
that type of a setup. They can now add to you know their what's what's that lower um I forgot that the little program that they always have, but they can now add all those lore lore makers. They can now add all those those lore tidbits into any phases of a version of a theaters of war in that game. And that's one thing that I've been looking for for a long time was, okay, where's your gameplay? Where's your lore? And on top of that, you're adding squad battles with that lore or things that could have happened that didn't happen, right? Um, you know, maybe a turnaround. What if this, this didn't happen at, um, at a, a certain particular place? Or can you change the outcome of what really happened? You know, these are the these are the many things that they can put in the game now with a theaters of war or another version of a theaters of war. So it adds to the to the di to the dynamic aspects of Star Citizen, and it's a great addition to the uh, to the game once they put it in. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I I, I didn't have to have too too much to add between the two of you, but um yeah, so I mean if you need a pilot or a, or a driver or something like that, I, I I'll, I'll I'll try to be available. Um, but um we have some questions from um the, the Twitch chat on our um question document. So I'm gonna say okay I'm, I'm, I'm on my uh my phone so i can look, look at the um thank you so hopefully i'll be able to um get, get the but it says shiver not shiver more of a request but can Eris say resistance is futile please resistance is futile you sound better now because whatever it was your, your internet cleared out uh, for the next question as you did from me from Silver Mastery, given that the original concept for the freelancer was the ugliest thing ever seen by human by by human oh, this is long, by human kind, will you be playing Theater of the War with the Hotak uh, with the Hotak ready or a stick by sticking stick with keyboard or and mouse? What, what what are you what are you planning on playing Theater of the War with? I'm a dual joystick guy, so I so it'll be joysticks all the way with that. Yeah, but but the FPS part. Oh, the FPS would be um uh mouse and keyboard. It'd be mouse but, and keyboard. But, but, but for the fight, it'd be um joystick. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. When I jump in the plane, it'd be joystick all day. But uh, but that mouse and keyboard go, goes quite handily with that uh with that FPS. How about you, Alex? Uh, mouse and keyboard all the way. I've I've got a Hotas. It's not the greatest. Uh. <laughs> It's not the greatest, and I'm not a very good flyer. So my plan is to be in ships for the minimum amount of time possible. Uh, I mean, I I think that I'd like to just like fly a ship straight up into space, eject, and like float my way to the objective. Uh, that's my plan. So uh... <laughs> good luck on that one. That ain't gonna happen. No, I'm a ninja. <laughs> no one will see me. Yeah, I said it before, but I I use a a flight stick and um, voice attack for flying, but I'll use the keyboard for the FPS part and driving most likely. I don't see myself using joystick drive around, but um yeah, so I'll, I'll be using that combination. I'm going that far, Kimmy, with the pedals. That's you and Nubifier and the rest of the group running around there with pedals and stuff. 
I just haven't gotten that far yet. I'm still stuck on the freaking sixteen thousands. Okay, I'm still stuck on oh, the sixteen thousands. Haven't have. even gotten the other ones like a verpo or things like that. I'll get that for Christmas. But if y'all do that, that hashtag might. raffle. <laughs> uh, the estimate support <laughs> raffle, folks. <laughs> No, if my sixteen thousand is like maybe five years old now, and it still looks like a champ, and I'm not, I'm not upgrading to anything. I'm Star Citizen. I'm playing with keyboard and mouse up until the point that this stupid thing has support, and then I'm gonna play with joystick. All right, then I will play with Hotas. But you know, not to hop in it too much. But the thing I love about the T sixteen thousand is that it, it it you can it's left handed and right handed. You just gotta put the thumb the thumb the thumb thing, the thumb handle or whatever on it. And yeah. But most of most most joysticks today are just right handed and I can't I can't deal with that. Alright, so for our next, uh, last question, I think it says rejected child. What has been your favorite aspect of development so far? Uh, start with uh, Colossal. The favorite aspect of development? Mm -hmm. Ugh. I mean, I wish they were a little bit more specific on that one. Um, I do like the Planet Tech. Um, I do I do think that's a game changer in terms of their, ver their V4. Um, you know, a lot of games uh, are now trying to either mimic that or trying to go ahead and throw that out there. I'm not even going to say a couple of games to, to say a few, um, especially those that are almost the same genre that's out there right now but um but i think their planet tech is something uh, uh that i uh tend to love we're talking about certain aspects of the game we're talking about aspects of the game or we're talking about aspects of theaters of war uh theaters where i just shared that in terms of phase one phase two phase three and all that good stuff but in, but in terms of the game i do love what they've done with the ability of uh being in orbit seeing the planet from orbit and then actually flying into the planet with the possible with the strong possibility of atmospheric flight and, and different types of uh climate changes and weather in different parts of the planet you know each planet has a different biodome um and it doesn't just have one biodome for the entire planet for example microtech i believe has what three or five somewhere around there something like that okay so i, would I mean say four. about four right somewhere between that um it, so it's interesting to see that and the levels you know the higher it is the different type of level um uh, a different type of climate that they have so i think that's one aspect that i love about um star citizen is their um involvement with the um planet tech uh, before we get to the air, I just want to say the last call for the raffle, for the exclamation point raffle to get a mug or a um, uh, mouse pad for, of Soul, from Soul Citizen. All right, go ahead, Ash. I I sort of look at the favorite aspect of development questions slightly differently. To me, like when I think of the, the thing that I've loved most about Star Citizen's development, it has nothing to do with the game. I mean, the tech is incredibly impressive. Uh, the way they're doing more. What? You're going to steal my answer, aren't you? Go ahead. Probably. <laughs> I'm sorry if I do. Like, I, I mean, everything about the the game is interesting, but it's 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 fun to watch them build it. The, the thing that's 
uh, that I think has been most amazing, honestly, has been meeting people and the entire community. And I know I'm sorry, but but it's true. Like <laughs> it's true. I, I I mean, look, I I I go to citizen cons to to hang out with people, not even for the 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 show itself, which is fun, but it's it's for the, the people. Like I I. I genuinely really like so many people in the community, and I always, I always wondered how how people got into things. Like uh, back when I played Diablo two, there would always be you know websites that I'd use to try and figure out which loot would drop from which mob most often. And I was, I would, I I remember specifically wondering what kind of weird person spends their time putting that up on the internet somewhere, and like. Oh shit! I'm that weird bastard now, aren't I? <laughs> that that is what matters most to me. It's something that I get angry at development. I I question it. I worry. I but at the end of the day, it's I get to to experience it, and not just myself. It's I'm experiencing it with everyone else. Like this is it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I concur. <laughs> Sorry, Pascal. Yeah, he's so much. He's so, I was gonna say the community, uh, but I, I'll spend on that. It's like and the bar citizens as well as the um, citizen cons because you have your, your local event. Uh, well, we used to be able to, but um, hopefully that'll pick pick that pick up um, in the near future. But um, yes, I, I I enjoy those. You can see this one. This one, the picture in my background is from um, the Pax East from this year. Um, back in late fe late February, and you know, I, I forget the total number we had, but it was like our biggest one in Boston. Um, yeah, I want to say 150. I d don't quote me on that, but oh, it, wow. it, it was our biggest one. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, and and also how nice the community is. And it, it's not. It's, I mean, yes, we have some salty people. Just go to Reddit for, to, 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 <laughs> to see that. But I mean, like if so someone like. Um, he, uh, a, f a friend of ours, um, mother um, needs the um, roof redone, and he had someone started a GoFundMe, and people had be giving, be giving to that. In 2018, I had to buy a new car, so I was able to um, go and go to um, CitizenCon, and asked himself to set up a GoFundMe for me to, to get to CitizenCon. I've been very appreciative of that. So yeah, the uh, and the maturity of the um, the maturity of the uh, community too is something mm -hmm. you know, is yeah. different for compared to other games. I mean, the game hasn't even launched yet, <laughs> and we have all this great great community stuff going on. So yes, that 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 that's been my favorite aspect of of, of this particular development cycle. All right, so. Uh, I think we're ready for the, the raffle to end. So let's try to see where I'm, who, 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 who wins the raffle. <laughs> Table of Horrors! You oh my god, raffle. really? <laughs> I'm very home super battery. <laughs> oh, Come on, horse. people, Table of Horrors got it. Rig! Throw a dot. Congratulations, so, yeah, you, table. 
Congratulations. So, yeah, just contact a girlfriend. You get the choice of a mug or a mouse pad, it's shipped to you. So, yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's All right. Uh, so um, I was going to wrap up. Uh, Colossal, t t tell us where we, we can find find you um, when you're not here. Uh, you can find me on uh, with Test Squadron, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I hang around with them guys all the time if I'm not working. Um, I'm a busy, busy guy. But, you know, finally I got a camera. Um, I'm not even going to tell you the stories about that one. Thank you. I appreciate that. This COVID weight is killing me. But, um, but yeah. Um, uh, you know, um, you can find me at Test, Test Squadron, uh, you know, just come in and go to, you know, we got it. We have Gilded and we have a Discord and you just pop in and say hello. Um, I'm pretty much in there every day. Um, and, um, you know, I have a very, very busy public life, so it doesn't allow me to stream or things like that a, a lot, uh, being an educator and, and, and doing things politically. But uh, that's where pretty much you can find me. So. Wherever you find Griffin, wherever you find Fast Cart, it's pretty much where you can find me, pretty much. But uh, I do uh, want to thank um, you guys for bringing me back on. I want to thank being on with Eris. Uh, it was a pleasure, sir. Um, I enjoyed it. And uh, I got I a sir? Yes, sir. You got it. <laughs> and, and I look forward to doing many more of these things with you guys. <laughs> Uh, but before we get to Eric, I just want to thank, thank him and the rest of the relay staff for supporting us at Soul Citizen. Um, right from the start, he's been one of our champions of uh, and retweeting us and giving us support. So I want to thank, 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 thank you for that. So where can we find you, Eric? Uh, you can find me up in the frozen north of Canada. <laughs> uh, but if you want to find me on the interwebs. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Relay underscore SC. Uh, we talk Star Citizen Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, and we talk just all video games uh, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. I, I was going to say, uh, Colossal, if, if you're an, an educator, if you're a teacher, uh, one, thank you for that, and two, stay safe. Thanks. Appreciate that. I intend to. <laughs> Good. And if you want to find me, I'm on twitter.com forward slash fast underscore cart. Find me here on Sunday. Find me on Miss Hearts 80 still on, on the base radio at 8 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. Um, people of Horrors on Wednesday and Friday at around 7.30 Eastern. Um, I, I'm in chat m most of the time. And yeah, that's it. Oh, sometimes I'm, a, I'm on Relay, and sometimes I'm on um, Cat and Tail, but I don't see that um, going on. I don't have anything scheduled anytime soon, put it that way. So with that, uh, thanks for everyone to, for watching. Uh, peace, love, and soul. Oh, telling you, oh, uh, Guffy, yeah, oh, yeah, don't forget um, to, follow, to follow us and subscribe to us. If you're watching on um, YouTube, um, subscribe to us and give us a like if you, if you like, our, like our stuff. And I just heard a thank you for the follow. I can't read that. I can't read that name, but thank you for the follow. And, um, yes, that's it. <laughs> okay, so thank you. All right, bye.